Hello, hello people. My name is Ayomide Fadmi. And my name is Wansalia Tia. Welcome to A Flight From Africa podcast. On this journey, through the lens of all the identities we behold, we share our stories, our truth, and how we leave our differences. In the world that taught us being too different, it's not welcome. So journey with us right here on this flight. A, a Flight From, from Africa! Africa. Hey people, how are you guys doing? Welcome back to the Fly from Africa podcast. We are here again. Oh my goodness, you guys have been faithful and awesome to us. And we also want to be awesome and faithful to you guys by providing great content. And guess what? This episode is going to be bang, okay? It's going to be great, let me tell you. But before we get into everything and anything, if you don't know my name, my name is Auntie Wonsalia Tia. And I have my co-host with me and her name mm. is Eomai Sajene. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let me do that reintroduction because apparently I didn't get what she said. And I do have my co-host with me and her if name you, is If you ask Alexa, she's going to say Eomai Fajene. Okay. Whatever she said, okay? But okay, Eomai, whichever one Alexa say um have you been um i've been okay getting well um i feel like for me it's been the season of like from covid to food poisoning to this to that guys i just want you to know this summer this season please take care of yourself please use masks please eat good eat healthy stay safe i'm begging you like sickness is real to be uncomfortable and to be in pain it's such a real thing. I, and I do not wish that upon anybody, especially the listeners of Fly From Africa podcast. So please take care of yourself. Tia, mm-hmm. baby. How you been, girl? Yes, baby girl. I'm doing great. God is good. God is awesome. And he's yeah, faithful. And I'm standing on his word. And you know my, but you know, and mm. your promises are yes and amen. You're not a man. You never lie. So mm. that's what, you know, it's so funny because that's what in church on Sunday, my pastor was talking about yes and amen. You know, when you pray, you know, God, it's like his God promises. Sometimes we overlook God promises and things that he, he has promised in his word and his word won't pass away because everything else will pass away. And he's not a man that he can lie. He's not the person that's going to change his color. He's the one that when we are unfaithful, he still remains faithful because he cannot deny himself and that who he is, my Abba father. So everything is yes and amen to his promise. That's how I'm doing in short. Yeah. I love, imagine listening to a podcast and you can get it all. You can get faith. You can get all kinds of conversations. I think Fly From Africa podcast listeners are blessed. Which they is are. Why at this moment, please review us. Give us comments. Let somebody else know how much you're gaining from this. You know, I'm drop a review. You. Drop a comment because you people don't let me. Hmm. Yes, yeah, flex, you, know. you get everything. You so get was, you, you get delivered through the yeah. word of God. You get prayed for, you get love on, and oh we bring God. you content, real topics too, from our perspective. And Imagine. we also want to hear your perspective. We want to hear what you're thinking. We want to hear your angles and stuff. So leave a comment, share our content, and also DM us 
email us. Let's have a discussion, right? Tag us. We will respond. One thing we know how to do, if you DM us, we're going to respond. If you email us, we're going to respond, okay? If you tag us, we're going to respond. Like everywhere, we are going to respond, okay, guys? Definitely. And I just want to shout out to everybody that sent me Get Wilson message. I I, I swear, nobody can tell me I am not a podcast. You're already a superstar. I swear, nobody can tell me differently. If you can say words on your podcast and people actually are responding and sending you messages, I, nobody mm-hmm. can tell me I've not blown. But even besides that, sometimes I look, I, I look at our downloads and I'm like, hmm, is this real? I show people actually listening to this. How did they, how did this happen? Like, I'm just mm-hmm. curious. Like, do people just click on the podcast? So if they click, it shows us download. How are we growing so well and so good? And I'm saying this because back to that you have to drop a comment and i'm looking at the downloads that we're having and the number yeah. of people are actually dropping review like what's going on you know like, share the word let people see that this is the shit don't keep it to I'm yourself you, like literally all you have to do is comment this, if you even comment disagreeing with us we're even appreciated because we like I constructive know. criticism right comment <laughs> give us your feedback give everybody okay. disagree on our love or money episode or carrying the go my husband's house or yeah. friendship i mean i can go on the listen list or fun finances right so we've brought so much content to you that's been very oh, helpful we don't yeah nice. you telling us calling us separate and telling us mm-hmm. it's fine but also comment leave your comment and let someone else get inspired by your comment and realizing that oh this podcast is really great because i got something from it now yes you got that right okay and we're still going to bring you something. It's not going to stop us, even if you don't come in, though. But one day, one day, the Holy Ghost is going to move. Anyway, um, but yes, on that note, we have a great episode for you guys today. Right. Oh, my goodness. This episode is quite interesting, right? It's going, we're going to be coming from different perspectives, different angles. And me and my sis, is, we're basically going to disagree on certain things. But you know what? That's the thing about the flag from Africa, right? I and I can disagree. But it doesn't mean we're going home and sleeping like, oh, I disagree with me. What's here disagree with me? That's not how it is. Uh-uh. We do everything here in love. In love, patient, peace. We basically exercise the fruit of the spirit on each other. All right? You know? True. True. Because I hope that is a reflection of the real world, that we come from different perspectives, and yet we can disagree to agree or agree to disagree and that's okay and we do and not get hurt by somebody's truths you know or different and but, yeah. that is okay and we should be okay with that yes yeah. so today we will be talking about pretty privilege oh my goodness pretty privilege oh imagine <laughs> imagine that we just said pretty privilege right i is just feeling herself already i can already tell I'm always a babe. What are you talking about? Very interesting. Me, me that I'm 20 years. I go out last night like I'm just, I I, I woke up like this and people are still turning their head. What are you talking about? She's a babe. Uh, Yeah, yeah. You know what? I second that, you know? But yeah, um, you know, sometimes we just don't want to talk about something without bringing a definition to it. Hmm. And I want Aya to bless us with a definition. What's the... What is the, huh, let me say, definition that Google or whatever it is, dictionary um, has for us in terms of like the term pretty privilege? Aya, do you mind? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, according to Google, pretty privilege operates on the principle that people who are more conventionally attractive based on societal beauty standards have more advantages and opportunities compared to people who are deemed less attractive. Mm, good definition. Nice, right? But I do not completely agree with every word that this pretty privilege is described as. But yeah. So um, now that you say you 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 did you don't necessarily agree with everything, mm. okay. So what would you consider? What would be your if you had to define pretty privilege, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What would be your definition? Yeah, if I have to define pretty privilege, I would say it is when people are treated better based on appearance and attractiveness, and this can change from person to person. And sometimes it doesn't necessarily rely on societal beauty standards although it can be influenced mostly always influenced by societal beauty standards but it's not always necessarily true and pretty privilege is modern to me when i think about is modern somebody's facial structure it's um the ambience they carry and the vibe and everything put together oh wow yeah you just said facial structure wow yeah i think it's, it's definitely beyond that you know uh, I mean, it is part of it, of course, but it's definitely beyond that. If you have to think about what uh, pretty privilege is, what would it be to you? Um, someone getting prefer- uh, like a treatment mm. um, over someone else based on their appearance, their look, and based on how people perceive them. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That'll be the way I'll put it. And with that, like, will you, do you um, believe it even exists? I know there's definition and yeah. we say that, but do you deep down believe that pretty privilege do exist in our society or do exist yeah. even amongst us, amongst you, your friends and everything? Do you see it? Does it exist? Hell yeah. I mean, okay. I have seen a round table of celebrities and uh, people like ask the celebrities about what pretty privilege has done to them and you know they go about like how nah it's not a thing it's not real it is very easy to stand Mm. from that standpoint and deny the power of pretty privilege or the existence of it because Mm -hmm. maybe people have focused more on your pretty privilege above your hard work right but the thing is when we only think about how people perceive us and what pretty privilege has done to us we neglect the influence of pretty privilege in society. I don't know if you've heard ever heard of Ted Bundy, right? And and the show is on Netflix. This was a guy who murdered. I think I'll have people. to check it out. Yeah, he he murdered people, raped girls, and I mean he's a handsome looking man. And uh, people were like protesting that he's innocent. The world swore he was an innocent guy because of how he looked. When you think about things like that. That is pretty privileged. But if you want to think on a basic level and by yourself and because people are focusing on your beauty privilege and your hard work, you don't you don't think deep about how it affects life and the world in general. But when you think about people like Ted Bundy, even on a personal level, imagine me living in this world, denying yeah. the power of pretty, pretty privilege, having kids in the future, and my little girl goes to school or my little boy goes to school, he's hurt or abused by yeah. somebody, but they're going to look past the person that he's hurting them or abusing them because of how they look. You know, of course it's existing. Of course it's a big deal. And I cannot deny that I'm actually, I have also been pretty privileged. It's just what it is. 
what about you? What do you think? You think this is real or we're just exaggerating? Are we actually taking this out of context or this should be happening in the real world? Um, okay. Hear me out, okay? Uh-huh. I'm going <laughs> to... Okay, guys. I'm going to... I... Okay. Mm. I think... I think... Mm. Hear me out. Don't, well, please, don't, don't come for me, people. I think it do exist. Mm. I do. I think it do exist. Okay, because now if I say it don't exist, I know everybody from my mother's land everywhere <laughs> or in the diaspora will come for me, right? Um, it do exist. I think it do exist. Um, I and and it, and it's so funny because I I think I have benefited also from pretty privilege, mm-hmm. and I think also that um. Like being around people too who, you know, sometimes, right? Um, but I think it was this, but I do think it's based on like people perception, how people perceive you. And it's not, and I do think, like you say, you disagree with the definition and everything. I do think that we pretty privileged have different looks to it. It might not just be based on the way the person looks. It might just be based on the way the person speaks, right? Sometimes people find British accent superior to just being American, the American accent, right? And that for somebody, that's a privilege and can be pretty because the person speaks and they say, oh, your, your accent is so nice. You know, it's pretty, right? They find that as an attraction and give that person opportunity based on the way that they speak. And think about it, if you're even in Africa, right? Somebody come from America and go to Africa and they want a job because sometimes it's the way you carry yourself. Sometimes it might be based on status. I know we can disagree because there's also something called status privilege, but pretty privilege is also a part of that status privilege privilege as well. Oh, you mean status privilege is a part of pretty privilege? Yes, because sometimes not in all, to, in all not, not like in totality, right? Because mm. sometimes you see somebody who's a minister daughter who doesn't have nothing in her head, no sense at all, right? But she's beautiful, right? Her status is there, but the beauty is also one of the factors that contributes to why she's given the opportunity and all of that. So there's that part where it's like, a, it's a slippery slope, right? It's not 100% like pretty privileged. Startup privilege is also a part of it. And then also sometimes it's just based on the way you carry yourself. When you walk into a room, the presence that you bring sometimes. And I think that we up, we put this pretty privilege on a pedestal for, you know, not so much of a good reason, to be honest with you, right? We make it like a big thing when it's not necessarily, yes, it's affecting life. I know, I see your faith, the faces you're giving me. But okay, ma, go ahead and disagree with me. Let 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 all our FFA people know. <laughs> I mean, sincerely, you know me too. I used to think privilege, pretty people. I beg, <laughs> it's not. okay. English is now first language. <laughs> I mean, I used to think pretty privilege was not a big deal. It was just a regular conversation that can just pass by me. And I don't think, I just think, unfortunately, you know, life is never um, uh, equal. And that's just one of the things that whether we like it or not, people will be treated differently on. And it's not like we can do anything about it, but it is wrong because pretty privilege becomes a big deal. And it is like, 
a thing we must focus on in conversation because we live in a world where most times people cannot look beyond facial beauty. They cannot mm. look beyond a person's beauty to do what yes. they need to do. They cannot look beyond beauty to pass, I don't know, judgment and laws. They cannot look beyond beauty to give rose. They cannot look beyond beauty to act out what is needed to be act out because of pretty privilege. So there's no way we cannot say pretty privilege is not a big deal or it doesn't exist or is exaggerated. If somebody says pretty privilege is exaggerated, it's worthy of the exaggeration because there's so much more to it you know but um i am so curious like what do you think about pretty privilege specifically in the diaspora especially being an african babe you know do you think you're on the less side of the cone or like how how is that being an african black girl in this country in america and having pretty privilege number one we have a name to it in africa there's no name added to it we mix it in it it gets full in the it, it happens in africa right even among siblings, mm. you know, right? Where it's more of that this person looked better than this other person. Yeah. And, but we don't give the title like pretty privileged. That's it. And okay, when you come in the Western world and come, you know, places like the US and other places, you get to get definitions to it, like a word, like a, ty- a name to it. It's happening in Africa, but we don't have a name to it. But now I think we have a name to it because people are very enlightened. People are very educated. People are on have access to internet now, so they do know definitions of these things now. Um, mm-hmm. I think here it's more elevated, like it's it's seen, it's all in your face. You know what I mean? It's all in your face, and they're not hiding it. In Africa, when they say this person is prettier than you, when this person says it, right, they'll go and tell you, no, no, you're also pretty, you know? Like, they just told somebody they're pretty, you know, <laughs> right? And then they'll come to you to make you feel better. But yeah, they don't care if they're making you feel better or they're making you feel bad. Like, they tell you as it is. Like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with her. She's very pretty. Even guys do it Guys do it here as well. Like, they don't know how to hide a feeling. So they're like, yeah, um, I think Caucasian ladies are prettier than Black women. Hmm. Right? And I would love to do this with a Caucasian. And they'll even trust the pretty privileged go to the level where They'll trust that person over somebody who's actually capable of getting the job done. Hmm. Yeah. So they can pretty, and, yeah. And that's why I said sometimes also it's based on how people perceive people, right? Of Some course. people think that Caucasian are smarter, are smart, and they are trustworthy. Hmm. And then like a black or a black African-American or African, right? Hmm. In general, or Hispanic or Puerto hmm. or like a Puerto Rican or a Filipino, like the list goes on and on and on. And I think it all boils down, even with the whole pretty privilege, it all boils down to like people perception. I have benefited from it. I know people treat me a certain way because they perceive me as beautiful than someone else, right? And I Mm. see how they treat me. And for me, sometimes I like to call it out because I don't want to be pit against my, my own sister. She's also a queen, right? And mm-hmm. I think if everybody can do that, we can all win at all levels. Mm-hmm. We don't have to compete against each other. We mm-hmm. don't have to be put like, oh, you're up here. And now sometimes it goes to our hair too, though, because mm-hmm. when they always tell them like, you're pretty, you know, and you're just being given this opportunity. Sometimes you forget your own being, your existence, because your, your whole existence become like based on compliments 
and how people perceive you. Basically, you, you start living for people instead of living for yourself and yeah. living living as who, as the person God have or, already called you to be. And, and that's what depression coming. If you, if you even notice like the queen, like the Miss USA, the all of that, do you notice a lot of the time they go through depression? Sometimes, I'm not saying all of them, sometimes because their whole life has been, you know, in the public eye, they've been seen as very beautiful as all of these things. And, the, and sometimes when you get away from that and try to get into reality, you know, sometimes you don't really know reality anymore. You don't yeah. even know what is real and what is fake. So True. pretty privilege can take you to another place that is, you know, yeah. I, and I do think pretty privilege is actually contributing to our mental health crisis in the U.S. and around the globe. But anyway, I would 100%. just take it off from there. Yeah, and before you dive into like uh, how it's affecting our mental health, you know how you were saying in Africa, um, you know, now is not when there's a name for it. I mean, the lack of identity for something or a label for mm. something is not the lack of its existence. Yeah. So if something is existing. So that's why when I watch people like, especially, well, this is me watching celebrities actually talk about pretty privilege who are mm. beautiful, who obviously, whether they like it or not, have, they have benefited from pretty privilege because sometimes, well, actually, most times pretty privilege is not because of how you want to be treated. It's because yeah. it's how society and community and certain people treat you so it's less about that you wanted it or not it's because people have treated you that certain way so yeah like it, it's always existed everywhere in the world it's just because because we do not put a label on it because we do we deny it there's it's not less of what it is yeah. but more so you know when I think about the diaspora and me as a black African girl sometimes you know it's, it's sloppy there's two sides to it you know I've been mm. in a place where like it's a uh, young mostly young people in that particular okay. area and mo mostly Caucasian right and I'm hanging out with Caucasian men you can stem you 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 get the idea and it's a hangout it's not a professional um space but you can tell like the privilege of uh, attention that i am given and the privilege of attraction that i am given while wow, somebody wants to start a conversation with me in a room full of all other women you can tell that it also stems from the sex sexualization of black women you can tell mm -hmm. this white men are approaching me not because they will anyways or because there is something about me that's not of course there's always something about me that stands out, but more than that, it's beyond what stands out in me as a person. It's more of that, like, mm, she must be sexy or something like that. Just that sexualization of a black woman, yeah. you know? And so it gives you certain privileges in certain spaces, especially social scenes, which yeah. is that. That's pre pretty privileged in a negative way. The reason somebody is giving me that pretty privilege is just the intention is wrong. It's stereotypical, but also like it also changes depending on um, in, in professional spaces where I am on the other side of pretty privilege, maybe I carry my natural hair into somebody that just looks wrong. It makes me look rough. I do not look pretty enough. I do not look attractive enough. So I'm not giving certain roles because of my appearance, which is why pretty privilege has to be beyond prettiness. It is beauty. Yeah. It is physical appearance. It is the ambience that you carry. But yeah, that's yeah, the and, world. And I agree. And that's why I say sometimes when you just focus on pretty privileged, it will take you there. But when mm. you don't have no substance, it'll bring you right down. Let's talk about gravity, right? 
the force of gravity like what goes up must surely comes always it's always there that there's that oh. thing that's why i said yeah you can be pretty pretty face pretty shape and everything but if you don't have anything up here and if you can't think yeah. for yourself and people are the ones thinking for you yeah oh no you're gonna have a problem and that's where the depression and all of those things comes in because mm. now you don't have when you're by yourself in your room at night and you have no one to be saying yes ma'am yes sir or like yeah. oh you're beautiful you are a, a dime like this queen and all of that and that's something you don't even tell yourself because you're waiting for validation from other people people around you right. because they're telling you all of that and you can't even think for yourself and you start falling into depression yeah. your anxiety level goes up crazy and yeah. that is happening and i think society is actually feeling that as well because we are partakers of society like we partake we partake in we make up society. yeah 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 and you know um sadly that is why no no disrespect to bblas and people who get bodied on but you can see because of pretty privilege how life has been influenced how people are oh, tell me about it not get enough of plastic surgery which is addicting of course they cannot they want to you know modify themselves their body just to be perceived in a different light in society just for society to treat them better just for you know you know people change their body because they want to dress up they want this outfit yeah. to depend on them and things like that because they know how they will be perceived if outfits stand a certain way to them or they look like this but beyond that it, it is very easy to talk about we other people in the world the world but on a more mm -hmm. personal level have you do you not treat do you think you don't treat pretty people a certain way especially fine men tell me you don't you don't treat fine men a certain way Maybe. you know what Disclaimer. that's why okay. i said we are part of society we contribute mm. to that too so i was also talking about myself because at the end of the day you have to check yourself before you wreck yourself right mm. like put yourself in order put your house in order first and check your heart that's why i always say before you do something check your motives and everything but that's the thing sometimes we have to learn we have we will learn something we have to unlearn certain things right and yeah. i think the stage i'm in is like unlearning certain things it's not going like talking about this topic is me learning something from you and hearing it and reading about it and yeah. starting to be aware of my surrounding and how i treat people right Girl. um yes yeah but i would say mm. you know i would say i would try to answer that in the terms of preference and i think to pretty privilege privilege also falls into the category of preference now mm. when you say men like if i see something like for example i always say like my one of my favorite female crush right it's like my favorite person is this girl, Regina Hall. I love her. Like she's to me, she's beautiful, she's cute, she's classic, and she's pretty. And 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 I look at that, I'm not just looking at her beauty and stuff, but I'm looking at her intelligence, and that's just my preference. You know what I mean? So even with a guy, girl, if I have if I have to spend the rest of my life with you, I have to have preference. Just the same with the guys, the guy also have preference. Yes. I, I don't I, I don't want to be waking up in the morning and I'm wondering like who face am I looking at well how does that preference affect the privilege that you give to people why do you treat somebody else better because of your preference that, that's what I'm saying we all have this selfish na nature in us our own interests at the end of the day whether we like it or not we try to deny it yes even as believers we still have that thing where like mm -hmm. we have a preference 
you'll be like, oh, maybe I want a guy who can pray for five hours versus the person. Doesn't mean the person, the other person is less of a Christian because they don't pray for five, five hours. They still pray. But because, you know, what we desire, what our preferences are, what we want, right? So sometimes too, we don't know we're hurting other people. By the end of the day, Ayo, we're always, someone is always going to take the backhanded um, side of things. The backhanded compliment. We have all we've also gotten like backhanded compliment as well. True, true. Right? Yeah. Like, let's be honest. You've been in a room. You somebody walking, be like, "Wow, she's really beautiful." So, and then when another guy, imagine a guy come, he pants all the way to his stomach, um, and the jeans is so tight, like the old school days. And then, like, I'm not talking about tight jeans. I'm talking about these big, big jeans. So, but it's on your stomach. The shirt is right here, the, you know, and then the shoes is like, he's wearing red shoes, pink tie, you know, blue shirt, black jeans. And with the glasses that you want to, you'd be wondering like, can you, I, can you take that off? Right. No, I'm, I know. Right. Very, because I saw something, I saw something like that recently. So it's vividly <laughs> in my mind. And then, and then a guy who comes in nice, you know, simple stinkers, not doing too much. Right. It's all about preference. So I would say, yes, I have. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. If I sit here and tell you, oh, my God, you know, I saw somebody. It's not like I don't like them. I just, they might not be somebody I might like in terms of, like, dating or being. But I can like the person as, like, a friend, not Mm. beyond that. Because I also want to be fair. I want to be somebody where I know if I'm with you, I'm with you. I'm not looking at someone else. Yeah, <clears throat> I know that yeah. come off like that, guys. No, no, I, I get preference. So, guys, don't be judging me out there <laughs> or judging you. And I do get yeah. preference in terms of how you treat men, because of course, uh, yo, I like sincerely. If you break it down, I like every kind of guy. I but like every kind. Detailed, that, nearly the, I mean, <laughs> the the man of that, like the follower of Jesus Christ. These days, I don't want no Christian man. I want a, a follower of Jesus Christ. This <laughs> but go on. <laughs> so I found myself to treat bearded man a little differently. This man comes, especially, ah, Jesus, God help me. Is this how I'm going to live my life? But especially if this man is fine. Pretty really, that shit is real. It sometimes is unconscious, which is unfortunate. Yeah. So I've seen myself unconsciously just because of preference that you were talking about. I have seen myself just treat bearded, fine looking, not, mm. to, not to be discriminative, especially fine looking bearded black men. Mm. Wow. I'd be giving them that preferential treatment. But all good, all well, right? All life, all, ah, it's unconscious, ah, bullshit. You know when it becomes a big deal? When I cannot look past a man's beauty to charge him of what he might be doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So either say he is right or wrong is when I am blinded by somebody's appearance, my preference, his beauty, whatever we want to make pretty privileged to be i can't look beyond that to categorize yeah. him or put him where he needs to be or divine him as who he needs to be or make society realize who he is or it can't look past his beauty in giving him a role that he cannot it probably does not deserve to occupy just because mm. of how doing, you know which is that's the whole idea of this episode anyways like, it becomes yeah. a big deal when you cannot look past people's beauty for whatever they need to do uh, actresses come to you one is oh me i mean society standards colorism yeah. whatever one is light-skinned one is dark-skinned you prefer talking about preference you think 
generally per your perspective you think light-skinned women are pretty so you give this role because you cannot look past appearance and beauty you you give the light-skinned one who has probably less skills to the dark-skinned girl and you a lady two men come to you because now is the world of you prefer dark-skinned men it's the time of dark-skinned men right Mm -hmm. we're realizing beauty and how you know dark skin is actually handsome and it's not all about light skin but you think you're on the positive side of things because we're changing our perspective on skin color yet you give preference to this dark chocolate man that comes before you and you cannot look past his beauty in that role that you're giving to him when he doesn't deserve it and oh my goodness tell me about it and you know what the fact that you said that said it it even got me thinking about the movie industry we have in africa Mm. right it was the longest for the life. Yes. Africa or in the world, but I'm hearing. I'm saying because, you know, I'm African and I have mm. seen it. And this is, I'm a junkie for African movies. Like, like whether South Africa, whether Nigeria, okay. whether Kenya, okay. uh, like, uh, like Rwanda or like Tanzania. Like, I love African movies. Like, I can sit and learn and i like people speaking in their languages or liberian movies and all of that but one thing i've seen right the industry like the ones who get the roles sometimes they might not be great actors and actresses are the lighter ones whereas Mm -hmm. you might have somebody who's darker who is a dark-skinned person and they don't get it but I think that would be colorism privilege and also pretty because sometimes in Africa, what we see as pretty is like lighter. Yeah, light that's what the idea of beauty is, societal yeah. beauty. That yeah, thing. everybody wants to be light. That's why sometimes too, I'm sorry, but I'm not really sorry. People go and bleach their skin. Imagine me, this beauty, like this beauty God created, like me, myself, as in me as I am. <laughs> I just go and bleach my skin because I want to be like someone else. And because that's the standard society I've set up. If you're lighter, you're beautiful. You're, mm-hmm. you know, you are, you're gorgeous. No, baby, you are beautiful the way you are. God created you for a reason. There was a purpose in that. Like there's something you possess that other person don't possess, don't even have. So don't change anything for anyone. I know we say it, but think about God promises. His promises are yes and amen. If you mm-hmm. think like deep down, yes, our God promises yes and amen, Am I, am I his own? Am I created beautiful and wonderfully made? Am I like cover and favor? Then yes, and amen to that. I take that any day, any time. I don't mm. need to be someone else because at the mm. end of the day, I to be honest with you, you will get tired of being someone else. And by the time you decide to become your, be yourself, you start getting, you, you won't really know what to do. You start getting sick. And then again, depression anxiety and then you want to kill yourself suicide you you go and take your life and all of these things but we need we need to do better as society as people also we need to do better and call things as it is i don't we don't need to stop bordering things up to make this person feel comfortable like say it as it is and keep it moving now they have the choice don't get me wrong but doesn't mean that we should we should stop saying the truth and we should check our hearts when we're doing things, we should check mm. our hearts. Mm. See, mm. I know we just got so serious right now, but no, yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, I guess this episode, I guess, was not, it was the kind of episode I was supposed to be just, you know, funny. Yeah. Right? Being serious. But I, I hear your advice for 
you know, we who are preferentially treating people because of how they look. Okay, how about what we do going forward? Um, what should be our takeout? We on the other side of pretty privilege yeah. because there's constantly people who are prettier than me in the world and in the world we live in they would constantly be chosen over me in many situations so being yeah. on that other side of pretty privilege what do i do going forward just be you i always say i know it sounds easy i know let me tell you i i know it sound like this what's for you is for you like if you put your, you what's for you is for you one thing i've learned What's for you is for you because God have already orchestrated that in heaven. Like before you were born, he knew everything about you. So there's nothing that is these days in my life where I am before it used to be like a surprise. Why this is happening, you know, and stuff. No, I'm not. In, it's no. When you get a deeper understanding of who you are and who you are, it's going to be, it's, you won't have, you won't be competing. Like you don't even need to compete. Because you'll be on your lane, because your destination, where, like your destiny is, is, you have so much things to think about, the place God is taking you. You, you won't even worry about what's happening around you, how this person is doing. When this person is doing something and succeeding, they're millionaire and billionaire, you'll be like, hey, yes and amen. That's the yes and amen, because that God promises for them. That, and, and you won't even have no envious or anything. The moment you know who you are, because I think the problem we have right now it's an identity crisis. We don't know who we are and whose we are. And that's the problem. We're trying to find it in other people. And society is making up these things and we're eating it up. Like, yes, this is what it is. Yes, we have to be these thinkers and think of, how about, have you thought about, sit down and read the Bible and say, wow, this is the promises God has. These are the things. And these are, and he said, it won't pass away. My word won't they pass mean- away. That means like, this is me. Okay. Okay, I got preachy, but yes, but this is me. You know, he's like, this is it. What I say yet that you are loved, you are favored, you're wonderfully and fearfully made. You are mine. I love, imagine the person, he loves you so much. Like he praises you. He gives you everything. What else? I know. I get it. We're in the world. The kind of mind we are, we are seeing a lot of things happening. But trust me, when you're in your lane, you know where you're going and you know where your father is taking you, there'll be no competition, guys. Know who you are, who you are. And just first of all, let's say, find your purpose and your identity. And the only way you can find that is knowing who you are and who you are. Okay. I know this thing is out there. Right. The way you are just you just think you can come here anyhow and be dropping gems anyhow. Continue. Oh, when, that when, just sounds so uh it sounds so fly from Africa podcast. Yeah. Talking about remember who's you are. This is an identity podcast. We're constantly talking about identity, the role we play, yeah. uh against the role others play and the role we occupy. We are the people and things like that. So you will always get what's like who you are who you are your difference a lot yes cast because that is what we stand for it's a lot of you and identity but even though it's about you and identity and what you said i don't know i want to be able to digest this so i'm growing yeah. through life and yet somebody else is giving roles that i'm more skilled at them more skilled at them at um, things I'm better than, things I'm more deserving of that I believe okay. I have earned 
they're mm-hmm. occupying these roles because they look better than me they appear better than me or maybe they speak better than me whatever it is that contributes to beauty in that certain space because i'm guessing okay. if it's a professional space communication mm-hmm. is probably part of it if it's outside of a professional space it's probably more official official structure and appearance okay. but what do i do i just be me while people are taking off this spot that i'm also deserving of but because they're prettier than me what do i do once a year okay you say it's deserving of you right and you say people are taking it it is not your time your time will come and the world will adjust to it mm. like when your time comes i you got a job you were thinking about something else you weren't even thinking about taking this job you would think you're focused but at the point of time where god wanted you to be your season is going to show up. It's going to happen. You Sometimes I think we try to rush. God is not a genie. Like we, we're not about to rub God's belly for things to happen. He's God. He's not us. He's unchanging God, right? So that's I think that, that that's the thing we don't fathom. Like we sometimes we doubt the love that God has for us and where he, like he, he created you in the first place. Wow. You have life. Life is it's it's a testament of like, oh my god, you have to remind yourself, like, I have life. That means he loves me. I'm counting I'm on the living each and every day. So why should I even worry if somebody else is taking it? Okay, that's fine for them. That's not for me. You know what? If you feel that way, go talk to your father. He's gonna listen and hear you, and he's gonna open doors for you that are meant for you. It's not going to be based on other things and societal pressure. Because if you mind societal pressure, you will get what? I said, depressed. It's always going to be that thing. If you're worrying about other people and it's happening for this person, keep in your lane. Your time will come. And mm-hmm. when it's that point of time, when God is ready to shower you and say, and all you have to say in that moment is, Yes, and amen. So you that. know the highlight of what you said though is the fact that if nobody takes anything from what you've said, what makes what you ex- said extremely profound is the fact that pretty privilege got nothing on God's plan for me. And I've never thought about it that way. And I think that's a very huge point. Like pretty privilege ain't got nothing on God's plan for you. You're going to be where you need to be exactly when you need to be there. Regardless of somebody that is, you think has taking a position that you're deserving of. If it's for you, it's, it's going to be you. for you. And that is so powerful. That's, and, that's just what it is. And they're hmm. pretty because God created them too. That's his creation. God don't make sure. mistakes, you know? Sure. There's no mistakes. It's just our hearts. The heart of a man is wicked. And you know. And you that you being pretty privileged, like me, because we're all babes, you know, babe like me. Mm, yeah. You know, in pink, constantly pretty privileged. That's you know, I'm joking, but it, it's okay. It's okay when people focus on your beauty over your hard work. We know you're putting hard work, but pretty privileged just takes a huge space in conversation. That's why we're talking more about your privilege compared to your hard work. But mm-hmm. you know why it's okay? Because you can use your role, irregardless of how you got there. You can use that role to bless other people. You can use that mm-hmm. role, what that beauty has to that hard work that got you there. You can use it to influence, right? But before you can do all of that, you have to be 
you have to be sincere to the idea that you were pretty privileged. It was part of the reasons you got to where you are. That although at work is part of it, grace, a lot of things is part of it. But your facial, your physical appearance also has to be. So why don't you accept it and be like, okay, but I'm going to use this in a good light. I'm going to use this role I'm occupying and influence many more people and also get them to where they need to be. And beyond that, uh, if that role is guiding other people's judgment of you, is if your beauty is guiding other people's is misguiding other people's judgment of you, it is your place, it is your role, you know, to take charge of that and step back, and be like, I am actually wrong. I am actually worthy of committing crimes or being wrong or being rude or whatever it may be. Look beyond my beauty, and this is what I'm also capable of. Like beauty just that. It doesn't just make you innocent and perfect in the world. Let people recognize that you can be imperfect too, even though you're beautiful. And yeah. hopefully their beauty does not cloud, your beauty does not cloud their judgment of your imperfections, you know? So yeah. if, you cannot, if people do not call you out, how about you call out yourself? At the end of the day, whatever role you feel, if people are not doing what they need to do in the world, how you can change the world is by you. How about you start from yourself? And I know that sounds so cringe, but it's what it is. I know. And me, what I'm taking out from this episode is that regardless of other people that I think they're treated better than me because how, how they look better than me, if it was for me, it would have been mine to begin with. But it's probably for them, regardless of their beauty. So that's powerful. But anyways, I'm going to try better. I still like fine men. I like bearded men. I unconsciously just treat this fine, good-looking man better. I don't know. I'm working on mm. it. But and it's it. fine. And it's part of what? Growth. And it's part of process. And it's part of mm. figuring things out. But always hold. You have to hold true, hold true to what is true. If you just go by what society standards are, you're going to be get wavery because you know what? you're going to keep like everything will be changing every day all day and is that how you want to live your life watch before what was this nice body the the skinny you know now what's the neat neat thing is the injection in the butt and the titties and the lips and some of us have natural lips like this so why people are fighting to get injection on it do you know what i mean so you you see what standards are like, oh, if I have this big lift, I have this big booth, if I have this big, you know, everything, you know. So at first it was bleaching. Now it's there. It's still there. Now they have added butt, like injections to the butt and the, 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 all of that. And then they'll go and stay in the gym after doing all that plastic thing. I'm going to stay in the gym. Oh, I'm working now. Okay, guys, I don't want to start on you guys. And you want to tell me I'm pretty about to say, it sounds so specific, but it's okay. Very specific. <laughs> but anyway, guys, we still love you guys. This episode, we told you we're going to bring something to you guys. And guys, on a serious note, like Aya said, like, like just be you. Be different. I didn't say that. You said it. You, no, you but said like it. you said, be different. Like you're different. Yeah, That's yeah, the point yeah, from yeah. Africa podcast, so, right? So, yeah. Yeah be different like your own that's it and like i said and i'm not mincing my words like i'm not i'm not going to sugarcoat anything know who you are your identity the identity crisis will happen is a problem find know your identity and you you will know you won't be wavering about what society societal pressure brings each and every day yeah because you're not going to be wavering because you know who you are you'll be very strong and, yeah, and like solid. 
you're just dropping gems back and forth i saw but, it it's the fact that this episode i have learned so much and guys this is a disclaimer probably we have recorded this episode before in a whole different yeah. way we were laughing and we're giggling yeah we're this is our third recording of this scene and, and, yeah, <laughs> because we keep learning new things and at the end yeah. of the episode we realized actually pretty privilege is more than just a basic conversation that there's such yeah. a huge role in place in the world and we had to dissect it we're like we're not gonna give you guys less than good quality episode and so we dissected it well, I don't know. By the time we came back, I'm already sick because I have food poisoning and my life is turning yeah. on its own. But at the end of the day, we still brought it to you. And yeah. she's still fine, even with food poison. That's this oh is the person. Stop yeah. it. Stop. You see, she's not going to say, Oh, because I have food poison, no, <laughs> you know, slash you. Yes. Stop it. She knows yeah. know who she is, and she knows who she is, and she knows her identity and her purpose in life so you know what Period. that's Period what it is that. and that's Guys, what we do just... here oh sorry. yeah yeah just like that and we take nice pictures too yeah if you enjoyed this episode Sha, you know take a screenshot i beg uh, legit if this episode was touching you deep deep in your core you were just like mm, profound or you were laughing i don't know if this was that episode where you were laughing but take a screenshot yeah. baby you're fine i just talked about bearded man you're bearded and you've not taken a screenshot i just talk about fine babes auntie sincerely though fine babes is a whole different conversation i mean it's finer yeah. than me i just end up making friends with them because i can't afford to be jealous of them but at the end of the day yeah fine babe take a screenshot fine. it's okay and Post it's up. fine to tell a girl that she's beautiful true but you true. Yeah, at the end of the day just check your heart when you're doing that What's the motive behind it? That's oh, all. I you know, know, I can tell Aya she's beautiful because oh, I yeah. I know she's beautiful. Me that I have to cross over your hips. You see that hips is money that you made for you to blow completely. Uh-uh. How can yes. I say You know, I, it's fine. I'm happy you're crushing on it because I'm not doing no injection. It will come out what, by No, no, it, it, uh, you is a natural. What are you talking about? It's money. You is because you're still hustling. No, so, eh? Yeah, that, you know what? Yeah, so <laughs> at, at the end of the episode, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, that's why you guys need to be praying for my for my potential. I, no, I, the last episode, I said I don't want no potential anymore. So that's why you guys need <laughs> to be, you know, bringing me my, my husband. Now I'm looking for a golly man, not a Christian man anymore. I want a golly man. Auntie, you've already said it in front of the episode. Please let's pray. It's okay. No, please, please leave me alone. I have Madam, to say my godly man. We don't care. We don't care. Can he buy you a Birkin? Can a godly man buy you a Birkin? Uh-uh. Wow. Now, guys, if you're a godly man out there, I have challenged you. He can. He can. He can do it all. He can eat you out. He can buy you a Birkin. He can. You see, I is, I is, what's all my godly men? I'm, he can't, because godly men do it all. I know this is godly men. Come man. here and I'm, pull the, pull every enemy that is speaking. Like, and what, you, know what? Do you want less than a godly man? Like, you have not understood that this life, uh, you need God. You think I'm joking? On this episode, we'll be joking, we'll be talking shit. I know. But you have no body without, you need, Need, you, yeah, let's just pray because at this stage, um, we we need a godly man, you know. Girl, oh, me, too, okay. me too, me too, me too, me too. I tap into that shit. Please introduce me yeah. to you. You've been listening to this podcast. You know, I'm I've been single for the past one season. We are going to season two. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's we're okay. going to season two soon, and I'm so single. You've not introduced me to your guy. Don't they do that? Don't I know. Do that. 
I know, like, and they're, they're telling us like, oh, you guys are beautiful, babes. We were beautiful. I know, people like, legit be saying that to us. Don't just tell me you're beautiful. Introduce me to your, your rich friend. We well, already know we're beautiful. beautiful. Just just give us some potential. No, I take now that potential out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yes, right. let's just pray, guys. And yeah, let's just pray. Let's just pray. And also, before we even pray, let, let's just, you know, keep the continent in into the hands. I've been following, I mean, Liberia, there's a lot going on already there. And then also what's happening in Nigeria with the kidnapping and killing and all of that. It's not an easy thing, you know? So as much as we're talking about this, um, we also want to make sure that we pray for where we're from, pray for our people, you know, who are going through a whole lot. So yeah, you know, today, Aya is going to pray for us. Yeah. So, Madam Fajimi. How can you tell a sick girl to pray? It's okay. You've already healed. Don't say, how can you tell a sick girl? You're not sick. Sorry. There's nothing about you that is sick in Jesus' name. Okay. Amen. Amen. Guys, um, God, we just want to say thank you. Because after everything, it is you who is worthy of our good, of all the glory. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Thank you for this episode. Um, You said we should worry about nothing, but in everything, through Thanksgiving, let our request be known unto you. So we use this moment to thank you for Africa. Thank you for those who were able to tune in to this episode. Thank you for their journey, for the rest of their week, for this month for them, and how you're going to just open doors of blessings and goodness to everyone who has tuned in and will later tune in into this episode, God. Thank you for Fly From Africa podcast. Thank you because it will be a podcast that brings joy to many and influences mm-hmm. life. Um, in the next episode, let us come back again and, and have every cross to glorify your name. Thank you for healing. Thank you for peace. Thank you for joy that will reign in the world, especially in Africa. When Jesus will not know my faith. Amen. And on that note.